0: If you're struggling with stress as a nurse, then stay tuned because in this session, I'm going to go over some 10 actionable stress management techniques that nurses or anyone, honestly, for that matter of fact, can use to help start giving themselves some relief. Hey, this is the Nurse Money Talk podcast and I'll be your host today. My name is Thomas Uzebnam and as I already mentioned, we're just gonna talk about some honestly, some actionable stress management techniques you can start using to ideally start getting some relief because we know that like just the nursing profession itself is very stressful. It's, you know, it could be anything from feeling like you're being overworked and underappreciated. It could be like dealing with work related things like personal shortages, which increases your own workload, just the constant fear of exposure of infectious diseases, you know, being in contact with constantly ill patients, which, of course, for most people who don't work as a nurse, they'll say, well, you signed up for working with sick patients and dying patients. I mean, and that's, you know, for the most part, you know, a lot of that is true. But the thing is, is that it doesn't change the fact that just seeing people hurting over and over and over again, or if you work in, you know, like some of like the high acuity areas like the ICU or like the ER Seeing patients who maybe are passing away and you've seen a lot of that. It just, it starts wearing on you emotionally over time. So if you don't get good at just kind of finding ways to relieve that stress, ways to manage that stress, it starts setting in and then you start getting into things like nurse burnout. So let's just kind of go over real quick and just talk about some really like some what I would call like very actionable tips And tricks, if you will, that you can start using to to start kind of managing your stress. So, number one, um, we're gonna look at start working out. You you know, like this one, and I think along with with some of the other, you know, kind of like tips I'm gonna give, it's it's kind of dependent on the individual person. There's ten that I'm giving because hopefully you can find like a couple that works really well for you. I say that because. Working out for me personally does absolutely nothing for my stress. Like actually like the last thing I want to do if I am stressed is working out. But for so many people working out does end up being a good stress reliever. And that could be, you know, working out in terms of like yoga, uh, weightlifting or even going for a run or a swim. That can end up being such a huge stress reliever for so many people. Next one is eating a balanced diet. Now, if you notice, kind of like a the trend between one and even number two is just about like health. Because in a way, if you think about it, good health can also lead and can tie into stress and anxiety. Watching in general what you eat, what you consume is a great way to kind of help manage your stress. Like, I'll give you like an example and I'll also link to this particular article in the show notes. But you'll take, for example, coffee, which there are studies or whatnot that have been out there that are saying, you know, some of the health benefits are of coffee. That's fine too. But, you know, you'll look at some studies that'll also say, like, you know, high amounts of it for some people can also cause anxiety. Not saying you need to go out and stop drinking coffee or anything like that, but I'm just saying using that as an example of just kind of like how what you eat can also play into your stress. The third one is just finding a way to get a good laugh. If you look at some of the studies that are out there, there's a lot of health benefits to just laughing i'm looking at an article that that was done by the mayo clinic and i'll also link to this in the show notes as well talking about the short-term effects of laughter can activate and and relieve your stress response it can soothe tension help with muscle relaxation Uh, long-term effects of it improving your immune system relieving pain improving your mood and so on and so forth And so, you know, there's a lot of good benefits with that. And if you just kind of think about it, you know, and I know even for me, like, you know, how how good I feel in a way, like after I watch maybe it's a very funny like movie and I just spent, like you know, or a comedy show and I just spent like 30 minutes an hour just like laughing and just uh, and just like at the end of it, you know, it's almost like I feel like I feel pretty good. And so I think that can For a lot of people, there can be a lot of benefits to just finding ways to to get a good laugh. The next one, you know, looking at getting a number four is getting enough sleep. I, you know, I I think this one goes without saying that for many of us, we don't get enough sleep. This could just be because we're we're working way too much. It could be because of family. For whatever the reason is, there's a lot of benefits To getting enough sleep. And I know that's easier said than done. So here's some like quick tips you can use to hopefully get some better sleep. Maybe you should consider decreasing the amount of light exposure in your room. So this is where, for example, like a blackout, blackout curtain would be really good for this. Reducing the amount of blue light exposure that you're getting, you know, being careful of when. You're consuming like caffeinated beverages, you know, because while for some for some nurses, it might not be that big of a deal. But for for other people, you know, you might not want to consume caffeine so close to when you're going to going to bed, you know, having a consistent time for for uh, for going to uh, for going to sleep. And, you know, those are just kind of like some some quick, some quick tips um, that, you know, that you can use. And I'll put like a link in the show notes to a helpful article that Helpline wrote that I think can, you know, can give you some more tips on how to hopefully get better sleep. The number five is practicing like deep breathing or meditation, now this looks very differently to different people if you're religious it could just be you know meditation and prayer might be you know might go hand in hand but either way just learning how to just kind of pause for a second take deep breath and slowly exhaling a lot of that can be very relaxing to many people number six is finding a hobby this just really depends for for so many people, like it could be art, could be dancing, calligraphy, uh, video games. I mean, the, there's the lists are almost kind of endless, like collecting could be could be a hobby. And and I think a lot of this, like getting a hobby is that just something else you do and something else that you can think of that's not work related. I think sometimes like when we go home from work, especially if it was just a very stressful day Um or stressful week or whatever and so you know when we go home we just like we'll just sit there and we'll just think about it over and over and over again and and a lot of times that tends to be like you know what I would call like unproductive thoughts so part of getting a hobby and finding a hobby that you enjoy doing is that ideally you'll have a way to kind of channel your thoughts kind of channel your mind over to something else that you'll hopefully will enjoy doing. So number seven is think about getting like probably like a massage or, oh, especially like if, if you work in like med surge or, and you know, something or an area like that where you're on your feet, like for 12 hours, like just about 12 hours straight, then like a foot soak as well that can be very relaxing and that tends to be you know like the the massages eh, that 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 might be you know you kind of have to probably plan for that a little bit and you know that that might start getting a little expensive for some but For the foot soaks, that can be fairly easy to do. And that that can be fairly inexpensive. Besides the massages or the foot soaks, like for some people, maybe just taking a a nice warm bath as well. Like just kind of laying there a little bit and just maybe even at that same time practicing like some deep breathing as well. Maybe that that could be like your spot for meditation, just a place to where it's like quiet, calm. And hopefully you can like get to a point where you're not thinking about work, maybe not even thinking about anything at all. Number eight, I would say, is consider nurturing relationships with friends and loved ones. I think sometimes we get so busy with our jobs, so busy with the things that we have to do or things that we feel like we have to do, that we kind of let the relationships um, with friends. Maybe it was like that cousin or that sibling that you you guys hung out a lot, but you you know, in like the past like five years, you've hardly have seen and you kind of let those relationships go. But, but what I would encourage you is just like try to nurture those relationships because that can be a good way to have somebody who, you know, you can go maybe hang out, go do something that can take your mind away from work. Relationships with good people also are, are just like really good stress relievers as well. Number nine and this one, is one that I, I think depending on, on where you're at, like you're not really going to like this one, but you should really consider it depending on what your situation is and how bad it's gotten. And that is consider changing your nursing specialty or a job. So part of this is knowing what exactly is causing your stress. Because obviously, if it's just like family member that's really sick and so you're just kind of dealing with that, there's just a lot going on in general that, you know, that can be a a little different as well. But if all your stress is just related to your job or related to maybe it's not the job, but maybe it's just like the facility, like you feel like unsupported or you feel like your manager um, or management or administration is just unsupportive as well. And so because of that, you're constantly dreading going to work. And if that's if that's the case, then maybe you should consider finding a new job. Maybe you you like the specialty you're in, but the particular manager or or facility you work at is unsupportive, then find a new job in that same area. If you if it's just a specialty alone, like maybe you've worked in the ICU for years and it's just like stressing like it's just to the point where you're so stressed about it and you're starting to get burned out from it then maybe it's time to go move on to to another to another specialty you know because that's the beauty of nursing is that there's a lot of different specialties out there And there's typically a lot of different jobs out there as well, a lot of different facilities as well for the same specialty that you can go and apply for to get out of the current situation you're in. So if that's you, I would encourage you to go check out our job board at nursemoneytalk.com forward slash jobs and just see what what are your options out there and if it's like the specialty as well that's starting to stress you out to maybe look at a nursing job that's kind of like less stress as well and i put a link in the show notes as well to an article that we wrote just kind of listing out some less stressful Nursing job. I mean, not saying you can, you know, 100% get away from quote unquote the stress of working as a nurse, but I think it's important to note that different things are stressful to different people. So, what's stressful for one might not be stressful for another person. And it just might be that over time, that particular thing is has just become too stressful for you and it's just time for a change. The last point that I want to mention, and that is number 10, is please, please, please know when to see a doctor or a medical professional. The uh, Mayo Clinic wrote a good article on this and I'm going to link to that as well. But just know when you need to see a medical pressure, whether that's possibly maybe getting on meds to kind of help at least take the edge off or, or whatever term you want to use to kind of help help you get to a point where you can better manage your stress. Or maybe it's just that you you just need to go see a counselor or a therapist like you just need somebody that you can just talk to and get like whatever the burden and the weights that are on your shoulders off if that's what needs to happen for you please 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 like just call your primary care office and just get something like that going for you and let's try to get that managed before it, it progressively gets worse i hope you found this helpful please give it a positive rating on your podcast platform of choice You can find the show notes at nursemoneytalk.com forward slash podcast forward slash three. That's nursemoneytalk.com forward slash podcast forward slash three. And then don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any of our new episodes. Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you in the next session.